You're listening to the Wellness Game Podcast. I'm Stephanie Game. I'm a holistic health practitioner who's been through chronic illness myself. I consider wellness to be a combination of foundational practices, detox, and rebuilding health. But there's always many moving parts to health in general. So a sense of curiosity and lightness definitely helps. Welcome to the Wellness Game. Hello, welcome to the Wellness Game podcast. Today, we are going through our mini series on the foundations of health, and we're going to be talking about stress today. Stress, not stress being the foundation, but stress reduction being a huge foundation to our health. This is really one of the main areas that people need to work on when they're healing. I think we've all heard that, you know, stress is the leading cause of death and we just kind of roll our eyes because, you know, oh, what do you do? But there are studies that have shown that 70 to 80% of doctor visits are stress-related illness. And there's also studies that say 50% of all illnesses are caused by stress. So that is huge if you are trying to get to the root of your health issues or maybe you're just trying to in general, you know, feel better. Stress reduction is huge. So just kind of the mini definition of stress, it's just any influence, internal, external, that causes or leads to malfunction. And that's a quote from Reed Davis, who is the founder of the Functional Diagnostic Nutrition Program. program. And I really love um, that it can be internal or external. I love that defining that um, kind of helps us to see, oh man, it can be a myriad of things. So, you know, emotional stress is definitely one area that we need to address. And this could be relationship problems, could be family discord, could be things like, you know, existential crisis, not having purpose in your life. These are, these are stressors. Um, things like fear, worry, anxiety, even just like negative, you know, a negative perception of the world, half glass, half empty kind of thing. Um, those are stressful. And then we even have a like positive stress, things like excitement, um, that really can stress the body out if you're just constantly in that state. So the solution for, you know, kind of working on emotional stress is to create a stress reducing practice. This is where we remind the body, okay, here is how it feels to be in a parasympathetic state. And that just means the rest and digest phase. So most people, we don't practice this. We're just kind of go, go, going all the time. And when we're go, go, going all the time, it's it's almost as if the body forgets how to be calm and how to be in this rest and digest phase. So um, there's a few things that I really love and I, I recommend to a lot of people, but um, there's something called EFT, emotional freedom technique or tapping. That's where you tap on different pressure points of your body. Um, that helps to calm you. You can also, of course, look into therapy and counseling, having someone to talk through and reframe your perceptions of, you know, whatever emotional stressors you're dealing with. You can do breath work, which I'm a huge fan of. Um, shout out to my friend, Kimberly, breathe with Kimberly. I'll add her in the show notes for sure, but she is amazing. And has all these different um, breathwork sessions you can do with her. You can also find some on Insight Timer, but breathwork is 
incredible for oxygenating the body and just getting using that breath to slow your body down into that parasympathetic phase. Um, Meditation's another thing, you know, kind of visualizing your body calm, that sort of thing, but also things like mindfulness, you know, being aware of the senses in your body, all these different meditation techniques, those are really helpful for um, emotional stress. Body work is another thing that can help. There's a amazing book and I'm just kind of flying off the cuff. I can't remember the author's name, but the book is called The Body Keeps the Score. And it talks about, you know, any kind of trauma, any sort of emotional, um, uh, what's a synonym for trauma, you know, problems, that sort of a thing, your body really does store it and hang on to it and keep it. And so a lot of times body work, especially things that include fascia work, that can help us to release trapped emotions. It's such a fascinating, um, kind of area of biology and science looking at those emotional energies and where they like to get stuck in the body. So body work, you know, massage and somebody who is trained in this sort of kind of emotional release that can be really powerful. Um, then things like, you know, setting boundaries, making better boundaries with people in your life, maybe with, um, boundaries with work life kind of, um, you know, if, that, if if work is your stressor, being able to work on how to set boundaries within um, kind of the parameters that you have there. But that's so important. And I love the um, Townsend and Cloud books all about boundaries. They have just a series of books, but their main one is just called Boundaries. And I highly recommend that one. I love it so much. Um, another thing that I think is really helpful for emotional stress can be recovery work. Um, there's an amazing group, adult child of alcoholics. That's amazing to helps you look at identifying like family of origin stuff, things that you might need to let go of, um, generational traumas, stresses like that, that so affects us the way we were raised, the way we were trained to look at the world, uh, that just ingrains us and reframes how we think, how we look and, being able to be objective about where did I get that thinking pattern or where did I learn how to look at the world this way? And is that right for me? Like is, you know, being able to look at that and decide, is this, is this really, is this really good and true and right? Or do I need to kind of reframe and restructure my thinking and my attitudes and that sort of thing? That's really powerful. So I'm a huge fan of um, recovery work. Um, you know, helping you let go of coping mechanisms, things like that. Uh, another thing I really love for emotional stress is um, doing emotional work through MBSR. That's mind, body, spirit release or emotion code. And I have several practitioner friends who are trained in this area. And um, it's incredible because it's using muscle testing to help release stored trauma or trapped emotions in the body. And you would not believe how many illnesses, especially chronic illnesses, have so much trapped emotions connected with them. So while you're on a healing protocol and physically getting your body to heal and improve, addressing trapped emotions in the body, I think is a huge missing piece. Um, and I cannot wait. I have a couple of these practitioner friends that I'm 
wanting to interview and I cannot wait to bring them here on the podcast. I think you're going to love them. It's just so fascinating. Okay, so those are all kind of some ideas for helping cope with emotional stress. Now let's talk about physical stress or physical trauma. So when I'm saying physical, I'm meaning things like, you know, you were in a car accident or you had a muscle injury, or maybe you have really terrible posture because poor posture is actually a slow but habitual um, injury to your body. Like if you are standing hunched over your desk with terrible posture all day long, yeah, you're going to end up needing some help with, you know, your shoulders or your back or something like that, because you're repeatedly putting your body under that physical stress of poor posture. So these physical traumas, they really can stress the body out in a big way. And this is where I think most people would benefit from seeing a chiropractor and getting their spine checked out, kind of getting their whole structural overview of their body um, looked at and kind of balanced because, you know, yeah, it has to do with muscle pain, but it also influences neural pathways. You know, your spine houses your spinal cord and all the nerves that emanate from your spinal cord down into the rest of your body. Like it, it is a big, um, there's a big effect with um, how your spine is aligned or not aligned. So find yourself a chiropractor who is not just one of those pop and crack, send you on your way kind of chiropractors. Find somebody, I know there's so many different techniques. I'm I know Gonstead is one. Um, there's another type where they're focused on mostly neurological, um, but you just kind of have to find a chiropractor and interview them a little bit um, to find a good fit for you. But you know, making some, making sure somebody is well versed in yes, your body function, but also kind of those details of are you looking at you know the neurological side of things? Are you looking at kind of my whole health, not just does your back need to be popped? Yes or no. So highly recommend an amazing chiropractor. I will say I have seen chiropractors most of my life. I mean, my mom took us to one when I was a kid, so it's not a new thing for me at all. But I recently found a chiropractor that is incredible. Like she's amazing. And I left her office for the first time leaving a chiropractor's thinking, I feel so relaxed, like the adjustment in my head and neck. We even did some adjustments in my jaw, like the feeling of calm after leaving that appointment was so amazing. Like I could tell she, she put me in that parasympathetic phase. It was amazing. So man, telling you that to say that there's a lot of chiropractors who specialize in a lot of things, but if you can find someone who is, you know, just really focused on functional health, then that's going to be a game changer for sure. Um, another thing to help you with physical trauma is body work. So this can be, you know, in a talented chiropractic office, they may do craniosacral work where they're working on your head and your jaw, you know, your, your skull is all these different plates of bones. And sometimes they come out of alignment. And so being able to move those back where they go is really um, an incredible just whole other world that I don't totally understand and think is amazing. But body work can also include things like reflexology. Um, if you've ever been to one of those little reflexology places where they look at the bottoms of your feet and they can, you know, touch an area on this 
part of your foot that relates to your digest digestive system or your, you know, your liver or whatever. Um, it's so fascinating how our bodies are so intricately connected and how that really can be affected um, when you work with reflexology. So I love that. We talked about fascia release work. That's super powerful. Um, and then things like yoga, Tai Chi, Pilates. These are different forms of body work that help us to move through physical trauma and strengthen parts of our bodies that you know, may also be neglected. So I love all of these um, kind of support ideas for helping the body with physical stress. So while I'm sitting here chatting with you, I'm almost always sipping my King coffee. And if you follow me on Instagram, you've probably seen me talk about it many times. This is organic, mold-free, pesticide-free coffee that has a therapeutic dose of reishi mushroom spores. So there's over 3,000 medical studies done on reishi and it's incredible healing benefits like immune support, anxiety, mood support, blood sugar balancing, hormones. Um, it can help leaky gut, it can help protect from EMFs, fight bacteria, pathogens, even candida. So there's just so many good things about this mushroom. And I choose to drink King Coffee because it's the only mushroom coffee that has the reishi spores which are 80 times more potent than just the reishi mushroom body. I also like this coffee because it tastes like actual coffee. It's not like a mushroom soup flavor like other brands that I've tried before. So I love it, so delicious, and has been so helpful on my own personal healing journey. If you'd like to learn more or order some for yourself, go to thewellnessgamegaham.com forward slash King coffee. So kind of the next category of stress is kind of this more chemical or functional stress. So these are ways that the body can feel stress through just a myriad of things. We're going to start with like inflammatory foods or chemicals. So think about, you know, pesticides in your food, chemicals in your water that does stress the body out. That is a toxic burden that the body has to figure out how to move out. It's to divert energy from, you know, just homeostasis to getting out, flushing out detoxification. So it's a whole, a whole other thing. Things like prescription medications or even recreational drugs, um, over-the-counter meds, antibiotics, birth control, you know, alcohol, caffeine, that sort of thing. Those are all a stressor on the body because the body has to figure out how to deal with it, how to get it out, how to kind of correct itself, how to heal, how to detox from that. So this is why we're kind of grouping these in that kind of more chemical stress category. Um, sleep deprivation you know, not exercising, things like allergies. And then this category, which is kind of my specialty, my kind of like special favorite category is like the stealth pathogen category. These are those things like parasites or bacterial infections or fungi like candida or viruses, things like that, that are maybe just kind of low level hanging out in the body unaddressed that's causing stress on the body. And when we have stress on the body in any of these categories that we just talked about, 
that is going to throw your cortisol off and your cortisol. And I don't know how deep I want to go into this. <laughs> I'm going to nerd out real quick. So just bear with me. Your cortisol and your DHEA hormones have to be in the right ratio. If your cortisol is elevated, your DHEA is not going to be high enough. It's like the ratio is going to be off. And your DHEA is your parent hormone to all the other sex hormones. So your estrogen, your progesterone, your testosterone. So you can see why elevated cortisol is going to be bad for all those hormones that you need to be balanced um, elsewhere. So we've got things like parasites, viruses, stealth pathogens, bacteria, all the things we just said all the way through structural stress, emotional stress, all of these stresses add up on the body and they cause the body to be overwhelmed. And guess what? That's probably going to throw your cortisol off and it's probably going to have the trickle down effect elsewhere in the body. Maybe it's your hormones, maybe it's other things, but this is not good. We want to be reducing stress in our body so that it can function optimally. Okay. There's another category within this kind of chemical stressor that I'm going to just touch on because I have so much more to say. And I, I feel like this is, could be just another episode worth. And I have somebody in mind that I want to interview for this, but talking about toxicity in our lifestyle, in our world. So cosmetics, cleaning products, um, things in our home like mold or VOC, you know, chemical compounds, VOCs in our furniture, in our carpet, in our paints. There's literally toxins everywhere and you can go crazy trying to hunt them down. But being knowledgeable is powerful, right? Like knowledge is power. So looking for ways that we can reduce toxins in our daily life, just being smarter, that is going to help reduce stress on the body in a big way. So there's a million different companies that make a million different things and it can be overwhelming for sure. I love to use the EWG website, ewg.org for, you know, looking up different things. There's also a really great app called, um, think dirty. That's great for like personal products and care products. You know, you, I take it obviously like I will take it to like the pharmacy aisle if I'm looking at, you know, shampoo and conditioner and I don't know, man, I don't know what these ingredients mean. You can take a picture and it'll help pull up the toxicity level and kind of help you start to read labels there. But all of these different areas of stress are important. and I don't want you to be overwhelmed because that's just going to make you more stressed. But the whole purpose of looking at different stressors in your world, in your life, whether it's chemical, emotional, structural, this gives us knowledge to be able to know where to reduce the stress to help our bodies be able to heal. You cannot heal in a stressed out state. It's just, it just doesn't happen. So I hope this is helpful. I hope you are not overwhelmed. We'll talk about this at length more and more because this is such a huge topic, but stress reduction. I want you, when you're done listening, to write down what are three ways you can reduce stress in your life. Maybe there's two or three things that you can think of and just chip away little by little because that's how we start making improvements. This podcast is for educational purposes only. 
The content expressed is not to be taken as medical advice. Please consult your own health practitioner.